All right, guys, a final score. We have interviewed a lot of a lot of guys from Carolina, a lot of guys from Duke. Well, not Duke. We haven't got a Duke guy. We got State. We got ECU. I have never interviewed a Notre Dame football player, and that tradition of a Notre Dame football player goes way back. Uh, but I really started following Notre Dame football a little bit when Coach Lou Holtz took over the program and turned it turned it around. Uh, this guy was there for for the end of Coach Holtz's tenure at Notre Dame, but he was one of the best defensive players Notre Dame had while he, while Coach Holtz was there. I'm talking about former Notre Dame linebacker Corey Miner. Also played three played 30 games in four seasons for the Carolina Panthers. So we got a little little hometown. You know, we're in the Carolinas. We got a little hometown connection there. Uh, welcome to the show, Mr. Miner. I tell you, I can't say how uh, how thrilled I am to be here to interview. Thank you for agreeing to do this. Hey, Stevie, thank you for having me on, my man. I appreciate it. Thanks for the warm introduction to me a lot, my friend. I'm excited to be here with you, my man. All right, all right. Well, let, let, me, let me just get started with you. You've got a uh, Koi Miner Industries. We'll just get get that out of you know, we'll plug that a little bit while we're before we get going. You got Koi Miner Industries and you've got also a lot of business business stuff you got out there, right? Yeah, yeah. So uh we have to transition to actually CoreyMinerTraining.com, uh Training dot com. And basically you know, what I do I've been a entrepreneur for a long time and I realized that you know, I've been blessed in my life to do some great things but I couldn't have done it with people like Coach Holtz and people in my life who have been very influential. And so, you know, what I wanted just wanted to give back. And so I started this journey to be a kind of a, a business and success coach over the years. And that, tra- that you know, turned into also, you know, sales training and, 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 and global speaking and being an author. And so, you know, just blessed to be able to serve my friends. So, you know, we do business coaching, success coaching, a lot of stuff for sales, sales teams. And if you're a salesperson, you know, trying to get your sales right and trying to grow, uh, you know, that's what, that's what I do. That's so what I work with on, on a daily basis. So, com, And thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you much for the plug. I appreciate it. No problem. No problem. No problem. And I heard, I heard you were doing some, uh, some coaching. Are you still coaching now? I am. I am. Actually, I'm an head coach of a school called St. Margaret down in, uh, South Orange County, in San Juan Capistrano. Uh, we are a small school, but we're pretty darn good, I'd say. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a joy to be down there giving back to these young men. So I can't complain. Yeah. I was, I was a, uh, uh, we I played football at a small small private school uh, in in my hometown and uh, I, I went back to that uh, about eight years ago started coaching there and uh, you, get, you know it's the closest thing to getting back on the field I know I didn't get to the level you did of course in the NFL and uh, playing at Notre Dame but you know that coaching giving back to those kids that's what it's all about though you you exactly right TV. it's not it's a great joy and great fun for me to you know, share my knowledge and expertise to these young men. And it's funny, I learn so much from them as they, as they, as they do me, so it's yeah. a great time. Yeah. All right, let, let's let's get going here. Now, back when you were in high school, was football the only sport or, that you played, or what, did you do basketball, baseball? What what did you do in high school? Well, well, I, love, I, love, I love to say football was the only sport I was good at. <laughs> well, I mean, I I played all three sports, and I can't say I was good at any, any of them. <laughs> you know, I tried, I, tried, I tried basketball. I was okay. Um... I was horrible at baseball. I ran track. And I realized I was fast. I wasn't track fast. And uh, and it just worked out that football was kind of where it was at. And I just stayed with it. And, you know, God blessed me. And But I'll tell you what, see, I, I wasn't always good. I had to work at it. I was very uncordial right. as a young kid. Uh, so I had to spend time working on it. It didn't come natural to me like some kids it comes natural to. 
I have to work and work and work and manifest it in you know playing five years in the NFL. I can't complain. Yeah, definitely. And you had a you had a, a famous teammate there in high school, didn't you, uh, Dalen McCutcheon? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, play for the Cleveland sure Browns, play cornerback. So, uh, yeah, did, did that high school, that, y'all should have had a pretty good team then. We, we, we were. We were uh, We were number one. We, we, we won it all my sophomore year. We are number you know, 10, 12 in the country my junior year, number one in the country my senior year. Uh, I think for my team alone over the last two years, it's been about six, eight guys in the NFL. So right. you know, we had some we had some position there. But we also had great coaching. People don't talk about that. They talk about myself and McCutcheon and a few other guys. But we had some great coaching during that time, too. That's why we were so darn good as yeah. well. Well, you finished your senior year, USA Today Defensive Player of the Year, 20 and a half sacks. So, uh, yeah, yeah. I think. So, comes time for recruiting. I know you're getting calls. I know you're getting letters. Who's in the mix? Well, of course, we know Notre Dame was in the mix. Who's in the mix besides Notre Dame? Well, to be honest with you, I mean, I was blessed to be recruited uh, by everybody except Penn State. And um, Penn State and I believe Florida State were the only two schools I didn't hear from. Right. And so um, Notre Dame was my top school, UCLA, of course. I took trips to Arizona, uh, to the University of Washington. But, see, I was Notre Dame kids. I was, I was Notre Dame guys when I was six years old. I had the dream to go there. I didn't know where was that. I didn't know anything about it. I would sit Indian style every Saturday morning, TV, and I'd, I'd have six, seven bowls of Captain Crunch cereal, and I'd be glued into <laughs> TV, watching the Irish play, man. At six years old, I told mom, Mama, I'm going there one day. I don't know how it's going to happen. I don't know where it's at. But that fight song, the pageantry, the Golden Dome, Touchdown Jesus, it just had, it had me, Stevie. I was, I was hooked. So that, I was gonna, that was going to be my next question, what was the deciding factor, but I guess watching Notre Dame uh, football, eating, eating Cocoa Crunch or whatever, eating cereal was was pretty much your deciding factor. That was pretty much, were, were any, did you really even consider any other teams besides Notre Dame? You know, it's funny if you said it, because I really didn't. I mean, I had Notre Dame was first, and UCLA was, UCLA was a distant, maybe 500, you know, it was no second <laughs> place. It was Notre Dame all the way, it really was. You know, and uh, so if Notre Dame didn't work out, I don't know what I was going to do, Stevie, but I was, I was, you know, I knew it was for me, it was going to happen, um, and so I was just blessed to live my childhood dream, my friend. So, how was it, how was it playing for, for Coach Holtz? Stevie, it, it's, it's hard to put in words what he meant, what he means to me and what he meant to me then, it's hard to put in words because he came to my home. Raised by a single mom, you know, uh, we struggled our whole life. Came my home and said, listen, Miss Minor, if you, if you know a better place to have your son to be a better Christian, right, a better man in society, a great father, a great husband, play top-notch football, graduate, and be a leader in, leader in society, send him, send, him, send him there. And I was sold. I was sold, you know, and everything, everything he said in my home, he meant it. If, if, if I needed him, he was right then and there. I mean, he would drop what he was doing. I had me come up to his office and talk to him. He was, he was, he was approachable. Um, he, he gave you life lessons. He gave you values. Uh, he, he, he is and will always be a father bigger than me because um, I, I, I got through Notre Dame through him. And he helped me get through it. It was, it was tough, right? I'm coming right. from a very, very diverse community. You know, I'm from West Coast. I'm from L.A. Single mom, very close. I leave to go to Billion Miles to Indiana. Oh, yeah. I can no name Indiana. Yeah, I didn't know where it was at. Right? I, I get there. I'm on campus. You know, I'm homesick. I'm miserable. I'm just, it's, you know, and the first, my first winter, Stevie, my first winter was negative 70 with the windshield. <laughs> so it was, 
it was a rough time, my friend. Yeah, it was time, I'm yeah, sure it was so. something something to get used to, especially especially uh, being out there on the field during that time. But I mean, th- that can be kind of rough coming from yeah. especially coming from the West Coast. Yeah, you're, you're exactly right, sir. Yeah. It, it, it was rough, and it, it was it was tough. I made it through guys good, but it was tough, Stevie. Yeah, that was going to be my next question. When your first first impressions of Notre Dame, so you pretty much said cold. <laughs> yeah, it was. I mean, my first one, you know, my, my life went there too. Uh, our first winter together, she, my, my wife and I from the same area, same hometown, same high school. Um, she and I, we, 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 we couldn't believe it. Like, it was negative 70. <laughs> negative 70. <laughs> like, I'm from L.A., 75, 80 degrees, 90 degrees, cool little breeze, sunshine, party in the rain, walk around in T-shirts, shorts, you know, uh, tank top, and, 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 and sandals. Yeah, well, what was it like the first time you saw snow up there? I wanted to go home. I, I, I called my mom. I called my mom every day. She's trying to go home. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank thank God you didn't go home because uh, yeah, Notre Dame was your uh, Amen. Amen. Playing playing at Notre Dame Stadium now with so much history there. Coming through that tunnel, hitting the sign. Uh, that you know, especially for a guy like you said, you watched it so many years. That first time you come through the tunnel and hit the sign. Uh, that what kind of feeling was that? See, I'm sure. I'm sure. Story with you, if you don't mind. That, yes, sir. Uh, yeah, any story you want to tell, you go ahead and share it. So, I'm in the locker room, and I don't. We don't. So, I'm competing with another guy for, for the linebacker position the whole time. All, right. All training camp. I'm a freshman. I think he's a sophomore, junior. I can't remember. I find out that I'm starting the game in the locker room TV an hour before, one hour before game time. Wow. One hour before game time TV. Coach folks come to me and say, Corey, you're starting. Stevie, I went to the restroom and I almost never left. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was so nervous and so scared and so petrified. Stevie, I'm an eight Stevie, I'm eighteen years old. Right. I'm eighteen years old. About to start my first game. It's not but I didn't have a warning, right? I, I mean, that's probably cause that was probably his plan, right? So I wouldn't yeah. be hurt, so nervous, right? I didn't have a warning. He told me an hour before kickoff, hey, you're starting another way. Yeah. Uh, I, I, what? I can't imagine. I, I've been, I've been, you know, I can remember a game, and I always got nervous. If I didn't get nervous before every game, then I wasn't going to play well. But uh, yeah. there was one. I played basketball, like you said. I wasn't very good. I was decent, but I wasn't very good. But uh, yeah, I remember one game in particular. We were playing the number one team in the conference. We were number two, and the coach tells me right before we go out. The best player on the other guys on the other team, you're guarding him tonight, and I'm like, oh my gosh! So yeah, I was the same way. I went to the restroom, and I almost never left too. So I, I can I can uh, relate to you right there. But Notre Dame though, going through that tunnel, so many legendary guys have come out there, and you get to you get to run out on the field, and it had to be a great feeling. It definitely was, no no doubt about it. Great feeling, great time. Uh, but I tell you what, it was, it was, it was, cause my, my whole thing was that, you know, Notre Dame was on TV every single weekend, right? So yeah, my first thought was that, right? So my first thought was everyone who said, everyone who said I didn't belong to Notre Dame was seeing me mess up. Well, I told you why he shouldn't go there. He wasn't that good. <laughs> that was my whole worry, Steve, that I was, that people were prove, I was going to be proved wrong. I told you Corey wasn't Notre Dame material. He should have been there. He should have been in junior college or whatever, whatever, whatever. I was so worried about that. I ended up having a pretty good game my first game, but uh, that's why I was so nervous. I, I was like, forget about 
I said, man, my, my friend was even mess up at home. They will talk bad about me. <laughs> yeah, you. So you get uh, your freshman year. You guys go nine and three. You finish number eleven. Some of the games stand out. You got a, a win over Washington, who was ranked. 23 then you, you lose to Ohio State that had to be something going and playing at Ohio State though I'm sure that was pretty wild that that big stadium Ohio Stadium Stevie that was the loudest game I've ever been in my life that was Eddie Jordan's senior year it was so loud we're on defense we, we still couldn't hear it. We, we couldn't hear it. We, we could not hear the huddle call on defense it was that loud yeah it was that when I read these hand signals it was so loud um that game was an amazing game now, for me, it was a welcome college football that game. Um, but it was a great freshman year. I, I, I loved every minute of it. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm a brand, I'm a, I'm a brand new freshman, uh, starting. I couldn't believe it, but I tell you what, I had so many, so many veterans that helped me and guided me. Um, I became the player I became not because Corey Minor, uh, because my veteran players around me, uh, and, and my guys around me on the team, and also, our student body. Our student body was good to me, uh, Stevie. Right. Uh, they really were. They treated me so well. You know, our, our administration, from, from the teachers that I had, from the administration in the Dome. I mean, across the board, uh, the school just treated me with so much love and care. I, I, owe, I owe them a great deal. I, they were so good to me. You you had some guys on on that defense. Where you had Ronaldo Wynn. You had Sean Wooden. You had Bertrand yeah. Berry. I mean, you you guys had, yeah. a, had a solid defense that year. You, you get to – We definitely did. You get to your to the Orange Bowl. Now this is your first bowl game. You're playing yep. number six. I think yep. you're, no, you rank number six, and you're playing number eight, Florida State, in the Orange Bowl. Yep. How, I mean, yep. what, what was it like getting to your first bowl game? First off, I forget about. I'm I'm playing against War Gun now, right? Yeah. You know the, the the Orange Bowl was one of the biggest bowls out there in Miami. Like it was crazy. Like. See, I'm in high school this year before. <laughs> <laughs> and you're starting. Now I'm, another I'm a starter and 18 years old, and now I'm in a bowl game against Florida State and Oregon. Are you kidding me? Are yeah. You, you can't get that any better than that. Yeah, that, you definitely, you guys drop one to them by 5, 31, 26. But you, you go into your sophomore season, uh, you, you finish 8-3 again. You, you play some, it was an interesting thing that I, that I didn't realize, I forgot about this. Till I till I was doing my research on it, you guys played Navy in Dublin, Ireland. Well, how was that? Yes, sir. Unbelievable. I, I've never been to Ireland before. Uh, that was absolutely amazing. The people over in Ireland with nothing but love and support for us. Great time there. Um, the game was fun. Uh, anytime you listen, when you play when you play the the, the academies, you know one thing. Well, you know, two two things. They're never going to quit. And when you get done, you're going to be very sore. Right. <laughs> Right, because you guys played the Air Force the week before, and then played Navy. That go to Ireland and played Navy. And we lost so. the Air Force. We lost, lost the Air Force, Air Force in overtime, twenty to seventeen. Yeah, and so played Navy in Dublin, Ireland. Uh, again, great experience, great time there. Uh, Navy, Navy was uh, again, you know, in rare form as they always are. Uh, but again, I, I, I love playing because you know you're going to get their best, and that's why I, I'm so glad that they allowed me freedom because. What they do to protect us is absolutely phenomenal. And that's why, you know, when you play them, you know it's going to be, it, it can be, see, it can be 85 to zero. They're not quitting. They don't quit. Yeah, definitely. I mean, they're, they're trained not to quit. I mean, that's, more, more teams should be trained that way. <laughs> yeah. But they, they, I didn't realize the, 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 until I got to really looking at it. I know you guys play Boston College every year. I didn't realize, like, every year you guys play the Holy War game at, against Boston College. 
yeah. And then you know, Boston College, you get a big win over them, forty-eight to twenty-one at their place. So, and it all sets up. You, you got steamroll Pitt, you steamroll Rutgers, and you set up. You play the last game of the year at USC. Talk about that yeah. USC game is, is is a big rivalry for Notre Dame. Talk about that rivalry and how it was going into that game. So you gotta understand, I'm from LA. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, that was even better for you. Yeah. For me, the rivals magnified. My my teammate from high school is on that team. He's all American up there. As I'm all American at Notre Dame. Right. So again, rivalry there. Right. And, and all my, you know, this whole community is all USC. So. Um, we, we beat my freshman year at Notre Dame, right? And sophomore year, in fact, we, we, the streak started with us. Like, they, 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 we had Notre Dame had won, what, 12, 13 years in a row. Right. And my sophomore year, the first year, we lost at, at USC. Right. And, um, it was ugly. You know, we didn't play very well. Um, you know, I was happy to be home, of course, from my home family and all that. But anytime you lose to USC, especially being from LA, it's never fun. I heard about it all often. I'm sure you did. If anybody did, you did from that. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. But then you finish the regular season. You like you said, you guys are eight three. Then you guys do something kind of kind of out of the ordinary. Bowl time yeah. comes. Uh, you finish eight three, and you didn't play in a bowl game. You turned down an invitation to play yeah. Auburn in the Independence Bowl, and believing that Auburn was an unworthy opponent, and that the Ind- Independent Bowl was an unworthy bowl destination. Now. I I, I kind of I can agree with you on that for an eight and three team to go to the Independence Bowl and the guys that y'all were playing that year I think y'all were kind of uh, not showing much respect is that was that the feeling with all, with all the team? Well, I would say Stephen, it was more so the fact that we had lost SC and we just didn't. I don't know if it was just. Bad air, bad chemistry. We just didn't feel like playing. Like as a team, we're like, you know what? Like, it, it, and, and maybe it was the whole thing with Lou Holtz starting to happen. Right. You know, we just didn't feel it was. It was something in the air, Steve. We just didn't feel the other team. And so we say, you know what? Let's just let's just pack it up. You know, nobody was motivated. Nobody was excited. You know, uh, nobody had any type of aggression to play or excitement to love. So we just, so the seniors decided, hey, you know what, guys? Let's just let's let's, let's, let's have an early off season. Let's call it up. And so, you know, we wrote with what the seniors, seniors said, and that's what we did. Uh, but I think the, the SC loss really, really hurt us. Right. I think we just didn't really recover from that. Uh, we were just so down and out from that. And I think everything going over Lou Holtz, it just, you know, it just wasn't, it, we just had no, we had no drive for it, to be honest with you, Stephen. Right. And then, of course, uh, after that season, uh, Coach Holtz leaves. Uh, what, what was your feeling like when you heard Coach Holtz was leaving? So, again, a lot of people don't know this. I was actually in the office when everything went down. I was in his office. Right. Um, and so, for me, uh, that was hurtful for me because I, 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 besides Notre Dame and the academics and what Notre Dame stands for, I came to school also because of New Hopes. Right. And so, for him to be gone, you know, I wanted, I wanted to transfer. I really did. And if Notre Dame was not the school it was, I would have transferred. Um, but... Notre Dame is a phenomenal school that you got to get past just, you know, coach leaving, you know. Um, so, but for, it was tough for me, Steve. It was tough because I, because he's one of the reasons why I went to school there. Right. And he was a father figure to me. And I knew I wouldn't have that anymore. And that, that was tough for me. It was, it, was, it was a hard pill to swallow. So you get your, you get your defensive coordinator. He's, Bob Davies promoted head coach. So how, how was yeah. it playing, playing for Coach Davey? I mean, 
Was it was he different as a coordinator than he was as a coach, or was it? Uh, I know it was a difference between him and Holtz. Well, I, listen, I, I just, I just, I'll sum it this way: when, 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 um, uh, what's my guy? I cannot think of the coach name offhand. Just drew a blank. Um, what's my guy at Alabama? You talking about the one that's there uh, now, Nick Saban? Yeah. Yeah, thank you, Nick Saban. Uh, I, I, I'll make this comparison. When Nick Saban leaves, how do you replace that? Yeah, well, that and that's a good point there. You know I mean, because you look at what Lou Holtz did for that program. He turned it around. Correct. Turned it into a winner. Correct. I mean, you look at, like, it would be like, I, I was just talking to a, a Carolina basketball player. He played for Dean Smith. When Dean Smith yeah. left Carolina was replaced, it's a hard act to follow. And, I mean, and it's, it's different. It, it is. It is. It's very different. Um, and, I, and, I, and, I, and I equate this, and I don't mean in a negative way, but I equate this from a guy from New Hope's stature and Bob Davey being fresh and brand new. And I, I love Davey, don't get me wrong. But you drive, you're, driving, you're driving a Bentley or Rolls Royce and you go to a Honda Accord. No offense to Bob Davey. Right. It's just hard to do. It's just hard to do. you got a guy who's been a head coach for many, many years who understands players, who understands um, communication skills, who understands he's who hosts is he's a master at it, right? right? He's a, he, he, he can take you know 50, 50, 70 grand of feet for a reason. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, definitely everywhere he's everywhere Coach Holtz has went, he's turned around. Yeah, and, and so then today you're talking about you're, you're, you're driving a Bentley, and 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 you, and you Bentley gets messed up. You, you need the lower car today, and the only car they have is Toyota Corolla. <laughs> no, no, I know, I know I what you mean. I, you know, it's just. It's just hard to do that. It's hard, you know. And, you, and it started out, your junior year started out, and it didn't start out too good. You get a, you get the opening day win over Georgia Tech. Uh, you guys were ranked yep. 11th, and then, but then you dropped four straight to, to Purdue, Michigan State, which, you know, Michigan State's ranked 17th. Michigan's number six, and these are pretty much close games. Stanford's number 19. You lose them by 18. But then you guys kind of get on a roll, then you, you, you beat Pitt. And then you here comes USC again, and I know this yep. is a big game for you. And you guys lose twenty to seventeen to them. Of course, I know you heard yep. about that again, but uh, exactly, exactly. <laughs> but exactly. It, then you exactly. go, you guys go like to to end the season one, two, three, five game winning streak, with six out of the next seven, and and get to the Independence uh, Independence Bowl comes again, and there you are against number fifteen LSU. Uh, you drop that one twenty seven nine. Did you just was? I, I mean, I don't remember much about that LSU game. Was it just a bad game for you guys? Well, remember, we, we, we had beat them during the regular season, remember? Oh, we yeah. Beat them in you beat them 24-6. Right. Yeah, at and, that so, place. and so, at that place, right? At Baton Rouge at nighttime, right? And so, it's hard to beat a team twice. It's hard. I don't care who you are. Right. Right? And so, and so for us to do that again, we just didn't perform. We really didn't. We didn't play very well on both sides of the ball. We had some opportunities we didn't take, and so Steve, we, we, we go what eight? We go what, what? What was the record that year? Six, you, five, and one. You were seven and six that year. Seven and six. Okay, seven and six. Yeah, right. and so it was a uh, you know again you talk about you're placing a legend number one off a nine and three season, you know, uh, uh, and, and so eight and three season, and so all of a sudden you know you have some, you have some setbacks during the middle of the year. You have to reverse and see and see also too. I don't think that. Davey had our respect as of yet, to be honest with you. Right. Right? And so, 
you lose those, those early games, three, four in a row, and that just that just hurt. It was hard to come back from that. Right. You know, and we and we mustered back because we had we had good leadership. We finally came back. We salvaged and, and finished seven and six and played in the tennis bowl. But you, you can tell that season it, things weren't right. right. Things weren't right from a from a standpoint of player from a standpoint of coaching and player relationship. It wasn't right. Right. So you you go into your senior year. You guys have a uh, I mean a great senior year for you. Start off with uh, Michigan. Get the win, big win over Michigan, thirty six to twenty. Uh, lose to Michigan State next week, but then you finish the season. You win eight eight in a row. I mean, you guys are moved up to number ten in the nation. Uh, but then here comes it. Here comes the USC game again, and yeah, at USC again. And lose ten yeah. to nothing to USC. I know this had to be frustrating you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we and, and we lost. So we lost my junior year and senior. Year, uh, if you remember right, our, our, both our quarterbacks went down both years. Right. We lost a starting quarterback both years in the game, um, and, and so that didn't help us, you know. And at the time, they, they had their, they had some good talent. They really did, and they put they put together some 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 good plays and good drives and. You know, we can get off the field. I mean, listen, when, when you, if you lose 10 to, 10 to 0, right, that's a game you should win, right? Right. If we hold FC to 10 points in their home, we should be able to win that game. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know? I mean, you had uh, you talk about Carson Palmer. That was a the quarterback then. He was a freshman then. But, you know, you guys held him to 10 points. But another guy that you played against from Purdue, uh, Drew Brees. How was it going against yeah. Breeze in college? It was cool, you know, and, and see what he see what he's done. You know, of course, done that in the fail has been magnificent. And uh, I, I believe my junior senior, I, I can't remember one year I had a pick. I picked him for I picked him for a touch, I picked him for a nice run back. Uh, so I thought I thought playing the same against him. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I always say I took a touchdown. I took an interception back on Drew Breeze. That's that's pretty yeah, pretty good cool that day. It's um, a phenomenal quarterback. Phenomenal quarterback. Yeah, another another big game, uh, exciting game that y'all had that year was against Boston College. Uh, you know, of course, Boston yeah. College poised to get ready to upset the Irish down thirty twenty six, and had the ball yeah. on your four on your four yard line with less than a minute remaining. And your defense, however, you guys stepped up and held them out. Time, I mean, well, that had to be. Yeah. Uh, I mean, oh, you anytime you have yeah. a goal line stand like that. That had to be great, especially at their place. I'm sure you. I'm sure there was a little junk talking going on after that goal line stand. Oh no! Listen, four downs to get in. We, we hold them, and D, D Cooper makes a great play on fourth and inches to stop them. Oh man, it's phenomenal! It was absolutely phenomenal. You can't. You, you, again, you can't. You can't script that. It was phenomenal. Yeah. Anytime you get a goal line stand with a game on the line uh, at yeah. the end of the game, that that's that's pretty great there. Um, so your Notre Dame career is over. You lose to Georgia Tech in the Gator Bowl. Uh, unfortunately, yeah. you didn't win. You, you never, never tasted victory in a bowl game. Uh, unfortunately, nope. Nope. but you move in. You ready for the draft? You get drafted by the Forty ers now, you, but you never played yeah. down for the Forty ers did you? No, no. So funny. So the like, like the last. So at four o'clock, maybe it was Sunday was the last cut. Right. And they called me. They called me over to the office at like three fifty-eight. I kid you not. And said, "Hey, Corey, you know we got we got to make some moves, so we might get a keep you. You know, we, you want to go to NFL Europe?" I said, "No, I want to go to NFL Europe." It's okay. Well, we got to let you go. No problem at all. 
so I, I'm, I'm miserable. This is kind of my first adversity, final adversity in my life. I'm upset. I'm pissed off. You know, I, I want to quit football. You know, I drive home six, seven hours from Frisco. You know, to my mom. My mom's waiting for me in the driveway. You know, I see her. I hug her. I embrace her. I'm, I'm, my, my, I'm, I'm crying like a little baby. Right. You know, I throw my bag down, and, if, and I, throw my, I throw my bag down in the garage. Say, I'm, I'm, I'm done for ball. I'm done. I'm not playing ever again. I hate it. I'm done. No, you're not, son. Mom, yes, I am. No, you're not. Yes. So we go back and forth. Says, you're gonna get up. You go to the gym. You're gonna work out. You're not done because your opportunity's gonna come again. And kid you not, one week later, I get a call from Carolina. I go to Carolina. I work out. I play there five seasons. God, it's so good. Yeah. I... You start off in what ninety nine was your first year with the Panthers, and yep. one guy that was there, yep. and I have to ask you about this guy, Kevin Green. Uh, yeah, what was it like playing with Kevin Green? Oh, KG was you know he's a Hall of Famer. He's a, he's a Hall of Famer for a reason. You know, he's a, oh, yeah. he's a Hall of Famer for a reason because his work ethic, his knowledge of the game, how to take care of his body. And, and he's somebody that you want to have young guys around because he's he's, he's so impressionable. But more importantly, right, you learn, you learn I, I learned how to be a pro from him, from him, from Mike Darrow, you know, uh, Lee Woodall. Right. You know, my time, my, my time, my short time at Frisco with Tim Norton Jr. Um, these guys taught me how to be a pro. You know, and they played the game at a high level. All those guys did, and all the guys were very successful. And so, you know, I, I was able to learn a lot from a lot of these young, a lot of these guys I played with. So I, I, I was truly honored, truly thankful. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a diehard Pittsburgh Steelers fan. I have been since I was five years old, and you know, okay. love Kevin Green. Lo- hated it when he left, but if he could have gone somewhere, going to Carolina w- was all right with me. Uh, yeah. Talk about your yeah. time at Carolina. Did you know you had Coach Seifert there when you first got there? You guys, that that year, Coach Seifert gets fired. You guys go one and fifteen. Had to be a frustrating year going one and fifteen though. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was very frustrating, but, but you know, then the best, that's how it bounces, right? That's how, the, that's how the game goes sometimes. And, uh, you know, we had a great, we had a great bunch of leadership, so we kept going, kept practicing hard, you know, kept competing. But what's crazy about it is that we lost almost every game in, in the fourth quarter by six, seven, eight points. Yeah, I, I don't you know, remember. I remember. <laughs> yeah, we just couldn't finish, you know. And, um, you know, but, the, but I think that's part of the season I learned the most for, about myself and my life, right? That life was, Sometimes life throws you lemonade. Limit. You got to make lemonade, you know? And so it was a rough time. It wasn't easy. It wasn't fun. But it was so many life lessons I learned in that season uh, that I'm very grateful I went through with the experience, to be honest with you. Yeah, then, then you had Coach Fox. What was it like playing with Coach Fox? Good coach, coach. You know, Steve was more quiet, more reserved, more laid back. You know, Fox, a young guy. You know, players close down to earth. Uh, you know, you know, talk to you, talk to you about any, anything. And so... It was a joy being with him for a little while. I really enjoyed my time with him. He always took care of me very well. And, and, and now he's in the booth now, commentate. I mean, uh, now he's on ESPN and all kind of stuff, doing, you know, doing it, uh, announcing and all kinds of stuff. So it's cool, you know, great, great guy, and I really enjoyed. Yeah, you had you had some Hall of Famers on that team. You had uh, you had uh, Steve Smith was on there. You had Moose Muhammad. You had you had some talent on that. Mike Rucker, uh, Chris Jenkins, yeah. the defense line. Uh, yeah, Mike, Mike Mike Minner, Reggie White. Yeah, Reggie, Reggie White. Yeah. So yeah. You, you you played with some with some great guys. Uh, yeah, blessed. I'm going to ask you a few quick questions, and then I'm going to, I'm going to let you go. Uh, these are like no you know, your toughest opponent, whatever you want, however you want to answer it. Your toughest opponent you ever went up against. I'm talking about individually now. Oh, Orlando Pace. Orlando Pace. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that would be a tough yeah. one for me. Um, yeah. Most memorable game you played in? Notre Dame, 96, against Ohio State. 
we saw a blitz. I blitz on the edge. They ran a they ran a boot. And a perfect play. They ran a boot right to me with the quarterback. I take I take him Stanley Jackson his name is Stanley Jackson. I take him down by his neck, right, for like a fifteen yard loss. And all of a sudden, Stevie, I thought I had died and gone to heaven. About two seconds later, I had to see the body go, Corey Miner. <laughs> and as soon as Bobby said it, and then all of a sudden the, the whole crowd, the whole fan said it, and I thought I had died and gone to heaven. I really did. Uh, that, now, I can't imagine that feeling right there, Corey, getting your name yeah, changed like that. In Notre Dame Stadium, that, that probably brought back that kid eating cereal watching the Irish yeah. play football. It's like, wow, I can't yeah. believe I'm here. Yeah, no, Steve, you, you're exactly right. Unbelievable. Yeah. It, was a, uh, it was a actual, it was a, such an amazing time for me. I can't complain. Yeah. Toughest, toughest place to play. Toughest place to play. Wow. Um, sheesh. Um, in, in, in college, for sure, for sure, shoot, for us, might, might have been the Coliseum. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Because, you know, uh, Ohio State was always tough to play there. So was Michigan. Of course, Coliseum. In the NFL, um, St. Louis. I mean, that was the time. That's when they had the greatest show on turf. Mark oh, yeah. Oh, um, yeah. That was, that was, it was tough to play there, for sure. Yeah. All right. Well, it, if you got uh, – you talk about your core about your training, and we talked about your coaching. Uh, if you want to mention that website one more time, you want to go ahead and plug that one yeah, more time? Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it's just it's Corey Minor Training dot com, K O R Y Minor M I N O R Training dot com. Again, if you are a self professional entrepreneur, uh, we do work with, with, with both groups, and I uh, love to, love to, love to have you connect and uh, shoot me an email and, and go from there. But uh, hey, Stevie, it's been an honor, it's been a pleasure, my friend. Thank you for thinking about me uh, during the season. If you want to do some more stuff with me, man, you know, hit me up anytime, my friend. Love to, love to help I, you out. I, I would love, I would love to get you on here on my on my weekly show. We'll talk about some college football, talk about some NFL if you're if you'd be willing. Yeah, I'll be I'll be honest. You let me know when I'm, I'm there for you, son. All right, thank you, thank you so much, Mister Miner, for doing this today, uh, guys. That's former Notre Dame legendary linebacker and Carolina Panther linebacker Corey Miner. Thank you so much, Mister Miner. Thanks, Steve. Take care. So talk to you soon. All right, guys. That's the final score. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.